Hi and welcome to Emerging Markets Today. I'm your host, Ana Paula Picasso, and this episode is all about Africa. We all read big headlines about African tech startups getting millions of dollars in funding, but what seems like good news for the continent, the reality is not as bright as it seems. I invited entrepreneur and podcaster Alex Nyamoya Boyi. Alex is originally from Burundi and is the host of the podcast African Tech Roundup. She explained what's hype and what really happens in reality with funding for African startups. Is the VC in the business of making friends that way or investing in an idea that's where questions really start to be raised and saying like... We also talked about African nations with a thriving startup scene beyond Nigeria and South Africa and why English-speaking African countries have more press visibility than French-speaking ones, despite having a total population of over 140 million people. Alex is also a serial podcaster hosting African Tech Roundup, The Future of Money, a podcast that offers an African perspective on fintech and finance, Sport Eve, about sports with a woman's perspective, and Parole, a French and English podcast focused on African and global perspectives. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and don't forget to follow this podcast in your favorite podcast platform. Hi, Alex. Hi there. So it's a good day. And, it's a good day. Uh, you calling, where are you calling from right now? I am in Lyon, France, which is the oh. best city uh, even before Paris. Okay, I haven't been to Lyon. <laughs> I'm really curious to go there and visit, and visit you as well. And you should. I'm very excited to have another podcaster mm-hmm. in the show. You're the first one here on Emerging Markets Today. The reason I wanted to invite you, it was I came across your um, your podcast or the the podcast you host. Uh, you are the mm-hmm. one of the main hosts. It's African Tech Roundup. It's an excellent podcast. Yeah. I very enjoyed it. I know you have other podcasts as well about fintech, yes. about other things, about sport. We can talk about that a little bit later on and your journey. But I'm very interested in talking about. Um, the African startup scene. So we had a quick prep call and we decided to talk about funding. And it's something that we read a lot. We read TechCrunch, other mm-hmm. startup-focused uh, publications. They always have big headlines like XYZ African FinTech, but Neobank got millions yeah. of funding rounds. The reality is not quite like that. So I want to, if you could just tell us what's, what's the, the difference, what's happening behind the scenes, behind these big headlines with uh, massive funding rounds for African startups. I mean, uh, first and foremost, uh, thanks for having me. It's, uh, as you said, it's really Welcome. nice to have a, uh, a podcaster. What is happening in Africa is pretty exciting. And, you know, there are really good things that are happening on the ground. Uh, it's undeniable. But there are also some things that I can call hype. So this is really my understanding as um, as someone who's reading 
uh, as you said, who's reading the, the, the magazines, who's following up um, closely um, what's going on in the fintech, in the tech industry in general, fintech, agritech, edtech, you name them. It is true that there are some uh, discrepancies that are happening uh, between the founders and uh, the VCs. My understanding is that sometimes it's quite unequal. So for co-founders who are really reaping the rewards for now, I'm mainly like two or three co-founders in there. And sometimes it just so happens that one of them must or might be um, uh, a foreigner. In this case, I'll say uh, a white person coming from the US or, or coming from France for that matter, who must have this great idea to change, let's just say, the biking industry in, in Nairobi, in Kenya, and there are already other players on the ground who understand uh, the cultural, uh, the, the place, basically. They do speak Swahili, they do understand the customers, but because there is this foreigner, uh, these foreigners who are coming along, they do have uh, an unfair advantage, but at the same time, I cannot get angry because it looks like we kind of you know, mingle with people that look like us. So it's a fair, it's an unfair advantage because um, at the end of the day, when you have a company that's raising one or two point million um, uh, dollars uh, for a company that just, you know, was there not even three or six months ago, we're here to ask many questions. And uh, yeah, for, for now we've been, but we've seen so many great things as well, having having covered some things happening in Nigeria, in a fit tech, um, South Africa as well. Yeah, I think African Tech Roundup, we're here to see what's really happening. And we mm-hmm. do upload the, 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 those rounds. And, you know, when you have a Stripe that's buying a, a company like Paystack for 200 million, of course, we're here to cheer yeah. the Nigerians. But at the end of the day, we're like, okay, these are like huge, huge companies. They've been there for a while. And uh, but other than that, what's happening for the other Africans? Exactly, exactly. So what you're saying is um, the VC funding for your experience or what you heard about and is happening in different countries across Africa. Mm-hmm. You have, let's say, two or three co-founders and the VCs. I don't know if I want to use the word prefer, but um, those yeah. companies, they have, let's say, one of the co-founders are from America or for France or for mm-hmm. outside from outside Africa is is that right? Yes, I mean I, I'm not even saying this alone. There are so many articles that um, <laughs> some journalists got angry about that because you know mm-hmm. it's it's it, it is what it is. You don't have to read uh, in a crystal ball to, to kind of figure it out. It is what it is. When you have a VC that's coming from San Francisco or New York, for example, it, it's easy for them to be like, okay, I want to, uh, let's just say for you, you're from Brazil and you have an, another Brazilian person starting something in in the middle of Congo. There is these things that you have in common. You, you're going to speak in Portuguese. You're going to talk about home. We're going to do this. And so the moment you start realizing that he or she is starting something that you may be interested in, I do believe that it's a natural progression. But is the VC in the business of making friends that way or investing in an idea? That's where questions really start to be raised and saying like there is this, uh, I mean, it's already online. So there's this uh, French guy 
who came straight from Paris, went to Nairobi, raised these funds. Um, it's like an Uber Eat kind of uh, idea. And I mean, he's been there for not even six months. So I'm not sure if he really understands what it's like to be a foreigner in this city because Nairobi is a huge city and people really oh, get angry. Yeah. So, and he had to write an article trying to explain, saying, hey, I understand this because I am white and this and this and that, but, you know, it doesn't diminish my work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mm. see, I see. You know. Yeah, I see. So what's happening with those uh, startups? They have only African founders, like native uh, mm -hmm. founders from, let's say, Nigeria or with their own country. Mm -hmm. uh, where are they turning to investment? Are they still getting VC investment or is much harder? Or are they turning to angel investors or crowdfunding? What's the alternative for them? I think at this moment, most of them start with uh, the angel investors. Uh, most of them, because there are so many of them, of course. And for those who really have a VC uh, backing them, it means that you better be really good like you better be showing up and showing results it's not like you have an idea and then you pitch it to me on a monday and then on friday i'm gonna give you the funds it's it's not exactly that so for those who really succeeded they're really really good so angel investing is is something that is growing in africa or is growing in those countries that have um, a higher number of startups yes i think at this point they uh, especially the West part of Africa is really understanding the the, the need to 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 be angel investors. They're doing so. There are so many people who are wealthy over there, mm -hmm. be it through oil and gas and telecom or anything. So most of them, they're not out there on TV or on magazines or on Forbes magazines. They may do so privately. So I see, I see. It could be your uncle, your friend, or your neighbor, and this and this and that. So that's my understanding of what's ha happening on the ground. It's the moment where you have a proper product, you already have a kind of a community of clients that you're, you know, you can step up and be like, I can go to this uh, VC, be it an African VC or a foreign one. So um, it's getting better. Uh, that's what I see. That's what I hope at least for for the next, you know, two to five years is that the more countries, because Africa is 54 countries, and uh, what's happening in Nigeria is not exactly what is happening in Egypt and Morocco compared to Zambia. But exactly, the overall, exactly. yeah, the overall understanding is that emerging, uh, you know, the youth and the emerging markets will get to grow and more VCs, local VCs uh, will be able to fund to to give the, the right, the proper amount of of care and uh, pushing those companies to be greater and to be great. And so for people who are really interested in uh, emerging markets, it's pretty amazing because most of them, if they are willing to, to even take part of that investment, you, you know, you don't have to be sitting somewhere and, and pre not pretend, but believe that you cannot do much. I think there is mm -hmm. always uh, this, uh, this way of finding a way to help mm -hmm. those companies. If you're Nigerian, you can, Mm -hmm. Nigerians are pretty uh, proud. So if you're mm -hmm. from Ethiopia, from Burundi, from Tanzania, and uh, kind of like follow what's happening uh, in your region or in your country for that matter. Yeah, that actually brings to my next question. Um, apart from 
those countries that are more uh, what we call emerging markets like Nigeria or South mm -hmm. Africa, they have a thriving uh, fintech scene. Um, I always uh, I found it funny uh, that I read an article talking about Kuda Bank, and they call in a, from Nigeria, and they call mm -hmm. it the new bank of Nigeria, which is new, referring to the new bank, the big unicorn um, uh, challenging bank from Brazil. Yeah, quite quite interesting. So, which other countries do you think are growing in terms of tech and also fintech that we don't hear much about it? Can you name a few, or can you name a few startups you came across in your podcast or in your own knowledge? Uh, for me, because I just covered uh, but not yet published works uh, that are happening um, in Ethiopia. It's Ethiopia, mm -hmm. for those who don't know, it's the only country, the only African country that never been colonized. So for years and years, they've been closed. And there's this thing that's happening that you're opening up a little bit. So by opening up, there are so many opportunities. And the first one, it's in telecom. But in order to, to go into the telecom, you must have like big pockets. But on the side, there's this block tech um, driven industry that it's growing up there's brewing you know and uh step by step you you don't need to be um a genius to feel like something is happening over there because ethiopia is 100 million uh people uh it's east africa it connects lots of countries and um for me i'm willing to to bet that in five years ethiopia will not look the same and the more they open up the more they tend to to include more African countries, the the better. I think even if I'm made by this, they'll be better than Nigeria. Yeah, I've I've read that Ethiopia has lots of um, had and still has lots of funding from China. I wrote an article about uh, their under not underground but the train system that was funded by yeah. by Chinese. Yeah, and yeah so there's lots of Absolutely. chinese money coming to africa especially east africa like you said any other Absolutely. countries alex you want to highlight uh, of course because i'm from east africa uh, mm -hmm. i will definitely say kenya uh kenya mm -hmm. is doing pretty well but the only thing that we know about kenya it's safaricom and mpesa but beyond that there are things happening as well on the ground and Maybe if I'm adding like with faith and belief and you know, <laughs> hoping for the best, Rwanda, Rwanda is doing some things as well. Okay. They're not there yet, but it's the small countries that are trying to work things on their own and having, you know, consulting firms helping them out. And, uh, but yeah, but then at the end of the day, you know, uh, where the small countries will see what's going to happen and, most of those countries, I don't know if you can see, they're English-speaking countries and hoping that more French countries, most French-speaking countries like Senegal, Ivory Coast, uh, they'll be able to, to kind of wake up and, you know, compete. I see. And, yeah. I see. So you're saying that you, it's the English-speaking African countries are more prominent in terms of oh, yeah. being yeah. having more visibility and yeah than the french speaking countries yeah absolutely yeah alex moving to your talk a little bit about your podcasts now so we mentioned african tech roundup i'll link mm -hmm. that into the description if anyone wants to 
have a listen. And how did the idea came about? How did and also what did you learn in by doing the podcast? What did you learn about the tech, um, the tech industry in in Africa? So the idea first came uh, a couple of years ago, and then last year mm -hmm. I visited uh, Ethiopia. So Addis Ababa I went there for a couple of days for for a wedding, and as you said, I realized everything, every infrastructure that was. Uh, that was there basically was China, China mm -hmm. funded. And, uh, but because I had been there years and years before, I realized that it was a completely different country and I was so blown away. So I have Ethiopian friends and they used to make those jokes that Ethiopia, you know, it was behind. And I realized that it was no longer the case and it kind of shook me to the core. And I realized like, what am I doing for, for, for my continent? What am I doing for, for my country? So the idea of the podcast with African Tech Roundup or with Parole or with Sportive was to say there is a narrative that I'm not seeing, um, that I'm still seeing, sorry, uh, in, in Europe, in the Western countries that I think I am fed up of, you know, because most of the people who are writing those things, they're mm -hmm. not even Africans for most of the time. And as much as I like to read the, the, the magazines or the different newspapers, you still have the same you know idea of like Africa is not doing well so I realized like let me do something that is not it doesn't cost much because I don't have to to buy like a tv or studio to to, to, to do a lot of things so starting this podcast and reaching out to people who are in this tech industry uh, like or work in general and doing something great in Africa I realized like not only as a Burundian I didn't know much about the other African countries. I knew more about, let's just say, Switzerland than Gambia. And it's Isn't not that amazing. Say, it's just so yeah. funny. Same, it's here, that it was same with me. It's, same with me. It's so funny. So bad. It's so because so bad. yeah, I had um, um I had a guest and he came to talk about Guyana and Guyana has a border with mm -hmm. Brazil. And yeah. I told him I know next to nothing about Guyana. That is crazy. That's crazy, isn't it? So yeah, sorry, carry on. No, no, no. It's it's basically the same thing. And for you guys, like Latin America, it's fewer countries. So for us, you're like, okay, why would I even care about Nigeria? And this is mm -hmm. not even ten years ago. We used to make jokes, and then you're like, why would I visit Nigeria? And now I'm like, I need to visit Nigeria in a year or so. But yeah, it's to teach me first the way I see my fellow uh, African people and then, yeah, include them in the conversation and learn from them and not always relying on the New York Times and the Economist and the Financial Times to understand my hometown. So yeah, that's how I decided to start with Parole. Parole is a conversation that's really like about Pan-African conversations or bring along an African person and, and this podcast and parole is um, French and mm -hmm. English. Yes, languages. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And yeah, what's exactly. the main main theme of parole? Parole is really about uh, having a conversation with someone who's doing something great in a country. So it could have um, most of the people that I brought were like either politicians or former diplomats. So they'll be telling us about what okay. it was like to represent the, like the country, Burundi, or any other country. I could bring someone who is in the arts. And so what does that mean to be a painter or to be a, I don't know, a cook? Um, 
for for a country what are you doing in congo what are you doing in rwanda what are you doing and those uh i think those are misunderstood jobs as well where people really all are focusing at becoming either doctors or mechanical engineers or you know like this like a lawyer or something you're like no there's so many opportunities that are so open especially in africa and with the youth that we can all all be doctors it's impossible someone has to be an architect you know yeah yeah, so is to bring that drive and be like oh okay Mm -hmm. so i studied hospitality and i remember that most of the people if not more all of them uh, the exception of my own parents they they didn't understand and uh, having a conversation with someone who was from Rwanda and was talking about the opportunities of in hospitality in in Rwanda mm-hmm. i received some messages from friends who were like oh now i understand why you studied this and it was in 07 so okay that's so yeah. and then introduce your other podcast you have two more one yeah. is called the future of money is about fintech yeah, absolutely. Money. That one is easy, straight point. It's like we talk about the finances, talk about the future of money, like it's in the word. So we go and see different perspective that it's not American related. It's mm-hmm. not because it's coming from the US that it's the word of God, basically. It's like you can have someone who has an interesting perspective of blockchain who is sitting in an island or who's sitting in um, in another city in Europe or in mm-hmm. Africa. So we wanted to bring that perspective because me and my co-founders, we realized like most of the things that we're reading and kind of were fed, it was coming from the US and it was like more like it is this or if you don't believe in this, it's, you know, you're lost. And we're like, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's a finance, which... it's a finance themed uh, podcast, but mm-hmm. with a non-US centric view. Exactly. Which is great. Which is great. We need different okay. views as well. Absolutely. And the last but not least. Um, last but not least, yes. Yeah. is is a it's a word sporting. play of it's a sport and Eve, so it's the female. And uh, I like to think that when you have more women in conversations, you add fifty percent of your of your I don't know, if you want to make money and you include women. Maybe you'll have more money stations around sport and opportunities as well. And, you know, everything. But here it's not really focused on women, but it's like we can have more women in different sp- uh, spheres in, in mm-hmm. the sports industry. And I'm not dismissing men, but we need more women. Let's be honest. So, exactly. so I, I bring along athletes, I bring along journalists, analysts and uh, historians. And we have a conversation around this, these ideas of, you know, how, mm-hmm. how to change the views of all of us or as yeah. women just going back a little bit about to talk about the african tech roundup mm-hmm. uh, you guys having you do like a you're doing like a series so what's what's happening in the podcast right now can you tell us yeah for 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 those who will be listening in uh actually in september uh we're launching some new things so mm, one thing wow. is unajua it's the Unajura series that's, it's a Kiswahili word for do you know? So it's every Monday and we we, we bring along a, um, a guest who's going to talk about, you know, the, the company, what they're doing. And it's about two to three uh, series, episodes, sorry. And then we have a long, te- long conversations. It's like tech conversation. And we bring along someone, one or two people who talk more in depth what they're doing and 
um, the disruption that is happening in the tech industry as well. Along the way, because I am the one who speaks French, we'll have conversations with French-speaking people as well. And uh, we'll be launching our own token. So here's to... You launch your own token. Wow. Yeah. In That's September. Great. Can you tell a little bit more about that or is still on the wraps? It's still, I mean, it's coming up. So Silo, Silo blockchain, it's, it's still a wallet. It's where we'll be able to launch uh, our African Tech Roundup token. And uh, for our listeners, they'll have more information, the more they will be listening to, because yeah. you'll have more indication uh, listening to what we're doing. But it is, it seems to be exciting because we, yeah, uh, yeah. even for us as a team, we're, Actually, you know, we're blown away. Yeah, actually, you can come when or before you launch or when you're about to launch. You can come to my other podcast, Blockchain Beat, and talk yeah. about the token. We sure. can record a whole episode about that, about Africa Tech Roundup and how Great. blockchain is playing a part in that. And everything yeah. started with a podcast. That's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So and, fun. Yeah. And still talking about podcasts, um, I want to talk about the the Medium article you wrote uh, mm -hmm. called Africa Needs Podcasts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I found it amazing, I found it really good. And also you were talking Thanks. about your journey. I'm going to link that in the description as well if people want to have a read at your Medium article. Where do people listen to podcasts mostly? Is I know uh, most countries are mobile-only countries. Um, is this something that's growing in in some of the other countries you're familiar with? The the joke that I kind of make with uh, even my own uh, mother is like the the first time I told her, I'm like, oh, I'm doing, I'm working on podcast. She's like, what is that? And I was like, mm -hmm. you know what? I understand because you know it's another generation. I'm realizing that the more and more people are talking about podcasts on TV. So obviously you can see that Spotify uh, launched in Africa and people who didn't know much about podcasts they were like, what is that? What is this all about? Uh, I'm glad to see that people are even asking the questions, but they do not know how to use Spotify, for example, to listen to the podcast. I'm talking about Africa, uh, the geography of Africa. Not I see, like I see. Which mm -hmm. countries um, Spotify had launched already? Oh, and now it's like it's it's in uh, fifty countries or something. Oh wow! Like okay. uh, since February or January or something like that. This so, yeah. year, since of oh, this year, yeah, absolutely. Twenty twenty one. Wow! Uh, okay. It was great. So okay. everybody, because obviously most of the people who were listening to me in back home, they were using a VPN. So now they'll be able to use, you know, Burundi line or whatever internet back home because they have this access and it's unavailable. So at this moment, because I think the data was was not clear, it I looks see. like most of the people who are listening to podcasts were from the diaspora. So is mm -hmm. it the right thing? Is it not? I'll I'll give it a year before I give this conclusion. But yeah. the more conversations we have about podcast obviously having someone like Barack Obama who launched podcasts with his wife it's easy for people to be asking questions like what is he doing again and then yeah and also I think with podcasts and with Spotify I see a big shift uh, from the past two years quite recently 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they really investing in audio content because before oh, yeah. it was just Apple and almost no one in the world, if you think globally, <laughs> only 10% of the world has an Apple uh, yeah. uh, iPhone, has an iPhone. Absolutely. And everybody else has Android, and <laughs> it's it's and, yeah. yeah, it's so fascinating. I think they they understood that Africa is all about Android, honestly. Oh, it's, everywhere, yeah. I'm guessing yeah. everywhere, apart from the most rich countries. Um, yeah, like exactly. PA in Sweden, the people has uh, people have iPhones, uh, but yeah. So I'm glad mm-hmm. that um, Spotify is hopefully growing in africa and Mm -hmm. also people becoming more aware of what podcasts are and Mm -hmm. yeah and listening and listening to this podcast listen to your podcasts absolutely yeah a great conversation along the way yeah great so is there anything else alex you want to add other than thank you thank you for your time (laughs) and thank you for, for for your community i know it's not an easy thing to to grow community so of course good luck yeah, for the rest yeah. and uh, well thank you very much thanks for coming to the merger markets today podcast mm-hmm. um it's been a pleasure to have you another podcaster and having this you know very interesting conversations about yeah. what's happening what's really happening in africa yeah. behind the headlines although the mm. headlines are good but uh, we need to be aware of what's happening behind Absolutely. behind the scenes. And so thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day.